Thank you for joining us on this week's Image Reviews. Every single week, Image sends us early copies, advanced reviews of their books that are coming out that week. And so that allows us to bring you reviews day and date. So today we're going to be talking Radiant Black, which you guys seem to love, uh, Compass, number one, Ultra Mega, number four, and Time Before Time, number two. We're going to start with Radiant Black. Before we get into that, I do want to let you guys know where you can find us all over the internet. Of course, we are the Comics Pals. Our main show drops every single Monday. On that, you can find us talking about the characters you love and all the places you can find them, whether they be Marvel and DC heroes or the variety of characters that come from Image Comics and Boom, etc. We talk about all of that, including the news, and we do some interviews with your favorite creators. If you like Made in Korea, we interview Jeremy Holt. We interview people like that all the time, so you're going to want to tune into our main show. If you want to support us, hit the follow button on wherever it is you're listening to us. Like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Drop us a comment there as well. All those things are free to do, and they help us out a lot more than they cost you. And if you like Marvel and DC books, our reviews for that go up every single week. This week, we tackled the X-Men 21, Excalibur 21, and Spider-Man Spider-Shadow. So tons of great review content for you guys. If you're into that, let's talk about Radiant Black, number five. Now, admittedly, last issue on Radiant Black, I was ready to bounce, okay? Not for me, didn't care for the twist, wasn't my deal. This issue twists the twist. Yep. Uh, and that was a little more intriguing. All right, okay. <laughs> we got three pretty big, well, two pretty big reveals, and then one smaller one that's still really cool. Speak to it. Yeah, expound. So the smaller one was the different forms of the, the Radiant suits. So we find out that uh, Radiant Black is the cape. That's like his powered up form whatever that means mm. and then uh, radiant red uh they get a great big muscly like, suit of armor yeah, like golem form yeah that's like, that, that's the word i came up with too yeah it looked like hulkbuster juggernaut yeah, yeah yeah totally totally yeah cool as hell and then and then two more radiants show up a yellow and a pink. And I said, are you kidding me? You know, it's so funny. When that happened, um, I legitimately had the... I was like, Kale's going to lose his shit. He's going to uh, love this. So, I, had the, so, I was like, oh, the team's here now, though. Because <laughs> So because um, the, uh, uh, the, the files we get are PDFs, they don't split. You don't get that full page uh, yeah. spread. Um, I saw the yellow guy first, and I went, "What? Oh!" <laughs> I flipped it over to see the pink. I'm here. Yeah. I'm in. I, ha I had the same moment where I was like, "Oh shit!" A third, and then, and then we get to the next page. I was like, "Oh, whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other person. <laughs> also, I think a lot. Of, I don't think a lot of people are aware of this. Um, so it may have been a surprise to some, but. Radiant Red is is a woman. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that was clear up to now at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I that. we did know that. Kale definitely knew. You knew because we talked about. 
You and I were the only ones that knew. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll take I'll take credit I didn't know I deserved. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't um, think I realized that. There was like a there was like artwork that had been done, promotional artwork or something or other that wasn't in the oh, main series. Oh right. That did reveal that. Cuz aren't I they aren't, Kale knowing it. Isn't she getting huh. her own series or something? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, that is also news to me. Yeah. Um so let's talk about it. Most of this issue is, you know, fighty. Uh, as we see, what's this dude's name? The friend? Marshall. Marshall. Marshall, thank you. Uh, Marshall's reacting to Nathan, who is not dead. He's just hurt really bad. And uh, Marshall wants some revenge. So he suits up and uh, he goes to fight Radiant Red. Um, I like how he makes a deal with, like, the radiant force or whatever the fuck. I don't know what we're calling that, but, and he's basically just like, look, whatever, I'll do whatever fucking cosmic thing that you want. If you tell me what I need to know to go fucking kill the red one. Okay. (laughs) Cut to him knowing exactly where she is, (laughs) which is really interesting because it, it raises the question of, you know, how does this work? Are these characters interrelated in terms of, their powers, they're a network that kind of connects them. Um, a morphin grid. Right, similar to uh, Power Rangers, because if that were to be the case, then I wouldn't understand why the Radiant Force would allow uh, Black to go and seek and kill Red. Maybe because Red wasn't um, doing what she was supposed to be doing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would also probably argue he, uh, the Force probably knew he wasn't going to kill her. It's also possible that the force doesn't care who the person is inside. That's a good story. point. Yeah. They didn't really give a shit when um, when Nathan, Nathan died and Marshall yeah. took over. They're yeah. just like, hey, you're actually better suited for this. So great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that probably all of those things are, are to some varying degree true. Yeah. Uh, in any event, though, you know, the fighting looked tremendous. Uh, oh, my God. One of, yeah. One of our most consistent points of praise has been. Uh, the art and when you know fists get flying this book gets real good looking mm-hmm. um and this issue didn't disappoint although it did have a uh, uh there was a fill-in artist um marcelo costa needed a little bit of help so uh eduardo ferregato actually drew all but the last four pages oh i don't even think i yeah. clocked that Wow. Yeah. yeah, the styles are very similar. If that's the case, the styles are very, very, very similar, and very yeah. good. Yes, absolutely. Great work uh, for a fill-in. When you when you need to find a fill-in artist, you generally want someone who can who has a very similar style and it doesn't distract. I don't think this was distracting. I knew that there was a fill-in artist, and so I could tell, and it did color my reading just a tad. Because when yeah. you know, it, you can tell. Now that you yeah. pointed it out, I can tell because I'm looking yeah. for it. But I didn't. Th- I didn't clock it when I was reading it the first time, which I think is that's high praise. Yeah, certainly. I, I think uh, if you couldn't tell, then all the better. The yeah. the there's some really good work in this one too. Like the the page where he's actually talking to the um <clears throat> the whatever force, yeah, uh, the radiant force, or <laughs> which is what I'm gonna call it for now. Um, and it's like half him in the black suit, and then half just his face is like, oof, God, that looks great. Yeah, there, there's this one double page where uh, Radiant Black is punching through 
and like one of the panels let me get this really quick like one of the panels is following going from the top he's being flung over this direction this is following the actual like line of travel they yeah. collide and then like the next page it continues the process there, there's just like a lot of dynamic stuff that um this artist did that's really really cool one one thing I noticed, and this is a very tiny thing, it's absolutely nitpick, and ultimately I don't care, but uh, the pink radiant, radiant pink, has a breast outline, you know, yeah. like there's, right? And that's perfectly fine. The red one doesn't at all. And I think that was a little bit of a whack, like, way to swerve people's minds because, you know, that's what happens when you're a woman and you have breasts. Um, so to not include that for the sake, presumably, of just swerving the audience is a little I don't I don't love that. That's a little lazy. You know what I just realized? This is a bit of a pivot. Um, so if anybody wants to react to that, please do. Okay. Um, you know how Invincible Suit is the image eye? I? Have you guys ever noticed that? Eye. I, yeah, I just assumed that was Invincible's eye. I didn't know that that was... Yeah, it's both. Um, this kind of has that. Like, the Radiant, because it's got, like, the black swoop that goes straight up, and then it's got the circle in the top. Like, if you look at the circle and then look as it look at it going down, it kind of looks like the Image logo a little bit. I wonder hmm. if that's intentional. That was a hell of a pivot. You're right. Yeah. Oh, Sean was talking about the costumes. I went to the page to look, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Is there an is there like a vertical line on there? There isn't. I think it just like it, it like kind of like implies it to me a little bit. Like if you look at the circle and look at it down, like it it looks like an it looks like the eye to me, especially on like the the pink costume because she's got the like it's a more angular and then it goes straight rather than kind of coming out in a V like on some of the on the guys. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. I'll say this: I'm definitely more intrigued by the book now that there are characters in it who are immediately more interesting than Nathan was. Uh, the other, all the other Radians are more compelling to me than him just because of the way that they're introduced and the way that they're talking, like they have personality and character to them uh, that makes them interesting. I, I sincerely stand by the fact that I wish that this was issue four. Like if we had cut just one issue yep. out of that weird junk from before and, and we got into this a little bit quicker, I'd be so happy with the series. I have bad news. What's up? I don't know if you saw the back matter. The next issue is going to be a backstory for Radiant Red. Oh, okay. That's cool. That I don't hate that. In With the cliffhanger we got, I feel you. I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Uh, I'm curious about Radiant Red and all the other Radiants, so uh, I'll I'll see how that plays out. But in general, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I, that's fair. Man, I was hype at the end of this. Yeah. So hype, I read through all the letters meticulously and then got to that point and I went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this dude needs two fill-in issues to tell this story like what is going on quick question uh image trades are typically the first six issues yes yeah five so that's really silly oh five 
it depends. I, the book. It, it depends on the book. Five to six. Yeah. Yeah, because because there are there are generally speaking a lot of arcs from Image will end at the first five, and then they would do that first volume for ten bucks thing. Most of those are five issues. Like Sagas was five. You know, a lot of the the books that came out at that point, I think, are five. Okay, so presuming that's the case, then this is fine. If the trade is going to be five issues, then it ending here with this issue, that's a great way to end the trade and yeah. get people to want to come in and, and, and pick up the, the next issue or the next trade. Um, so I get that. That's to Kale's point, good. I wouldn't mind if the red, like, origin issue was like a zero, like, add-on issue rather than issue six, but, you know. I would highly prefer it if yeah. they did that. Or just save that for after this initial battle is concluded. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Give us when we need breathing room. Then you could give us some background on some of the other characters. Yeah. Um, um, I also wonder if that might not be something necessitated by art. Uh, I don't know if yep. Marcelo Costa might just need a little more time to work that could on be it. You know whatever's coming up. So. Something uh, that I, I thought was interesting with this issue, because um, there's the moment where we see that Nathan is like still alive, you know, uh, clinging to life, but still alive. Uh, and I believe it was, yeah, it must have been with the last issue when there was the, the reveal, right, of, of him dying and and uh, and the mantle getting passed or whatever. And I remember Kale brought up the thing from Power Rangers with the Green Ranger who became the White Ranger and all that shit. And we also met the one of him from the future. I'm wondering if that's not going to come into play um, maybe near the end of this conflict or whatever, right? Like he comes in as the last member of the team and then, you know, we have the, the Radiant Squad, as it were. At this rate, we're not going to find out until issue... 50 given the the way that this series is unfolding uh and how it it, it very much feels like a modern version of power rangers that's not specifically targeted children um and so given that i wouldn't be surprised if we see like many many things from power rangers kind of make their way into this i agree with that uh pete i think that's highly likely um but yeah one comment that I did want to make, uh, something I thought was a little funny, and then we can move on to other books. But uh, when that, I guess it's like a podcast when that 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 podcast <laughs> was going on. Yeah. Okay. I started laughing. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I started yeah. laughing at that because I was like, I really want to take this page and replace us and have things that we said about Radiant Black in the bubbles. <laughs> hilarious. Um, <laughs> Look, I just think this needs to be said, okay? All right, four issues in, what's happening in this book? <laughs> I think that Kyle Higgins missed a huge opportunity to troll people like us <laughs> with that scene. Yeah. That's what that scene should have been, totally. Um, you know, in a meta way, addressing fanboys or commenters or you know whatever podcasters who dunked on it for being too slow or for falling for the hook in the last issue yeah um you know stuff like that uh i think that would have been really funny and i would have taken it in stride like i'm i'm open to that um but yeah definitely much higher on this book after this issue uh it's not perfect 
I definitely still think there are some issues, but now that we're into the, the meat, we're getting closer to what, what appears to be the meat of it. I'm having fun. This was a I very mean, fun issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last issue was really, I think the one that, that got me over the hump with it. Um, and this issue, I think continued that momentum and, you know, um, I, I definitely popped for the same thing that y'all did. So, so I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where we go from here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cool. So let's move forward. Uh, and let's talk about compass, which is a, uh, a new number one, a new series, uh, this. Okay. So it's from image, of course, obviously that's what we're here for. Um, it, it says Greg Rucker presents compass. Now let's, let's be real. He's not on the creative team of this book. The only reason his name is on that is because without his name, no one knows who these people are, the, the rest of the creative team. And I mean that without an ounce of disrespect at all. It just It's just that they're newer to us. And Greg, you can read the back matter, and he, he speaks about how these were friends of his who, you know, he really liked their ideas and he wanted to help facilitate this book coming to life and without him being attached it probably never does uh so it's written by robert mckenzie and david walker with art by justin greenwood and colors by daniela miwa uh justin greenwood if i remember correctly has worked with greg rucka before uh so at least on stumptown yes thank you stumptown uh, which i really enjoyed uh so um at least that's a name that that i'm familiar with at least uh what did you guys think about this book I I found this a little hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it fell into a trap that a lot of issue ones do for me where it felt like um, it felt like it over explained itself to the point where I was confused. Um, it, it there are like a lot of nouns and names and places and and I don't know what any of them mean. You know, and like they're not even like characters who are on screen all the time. Like it's like I remember there was a moment where she's like, oh, do you work for X or Y? And I'm like, I don't know who either of these people are. So it's irrelevant for you to ask. Um, and I, I just felt that way throughout where like I, I, I got the broad strokes of the issue for sure. But I felt like there was a lot here that I was supposed to pick up on or, or dig into or, or remember for next time that really just felt like it went over my head, you know? Um, cause it threw so much out at me out of context, um, that I just, I don't know. It felt like tough to grab onto some of it. Well, That's and really... the fact that, uh, the majority of it is in Welsh absolutely does not help that. Yeah, Sure. I, I feel like I had the the exact opposite reaction. I, yeah, I, I, I had did fun too. With this. Yeah. Um, I I liked how it was paced out. Um, the action scenes were pretty fun, and I, I guess I didn't mind like the the naming of things because I'm gonna assume that we we're gonna figure th- things out. And like uh, as you flip through some of the pages, like at the at the top, you get little captions of like where these places are that they've made reference to. Um, I, I I dug it. It was fun, and then has a nice little uh, twist at the end that uh, connects back to like that Mongol section that I thought was interesting. And the art's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it just felt very Indiana Jones to me. Yeah. One of those things where you're probably not gonna remember the um, you know, the places because you know, if these people did their job and for me and I guess I, you know, uh, Marco, the environment looks different enough that you can tell they went somewhere else. Sure. I uh, I had fun with this. Uh, I there was definitely a lot that I liked. I liked that it was, um, you know, uh, a, f- a land that's foreign to me at a time that's foreign to me. Way else. Um, yeah, I couldn't really <laughs> root myself in it, but that's fine. You know, I, I was into that aspect of it. Um, I like the main character, uh, Shahida. And uh, the other, uh, the other main character, Ling. Um, I like those two. I enjoyed their interplay at the start of the book. Um, it seemed like it's. It seems like a book that can definitely go to interesting places. My biggest critique, although I do agree with what Pete said to a degree, uh, it didn't hamper my experience. What did hamper my experience actually was some of the art. Um, and the colors there were aspects of both that bothered me and actually made me feel like the book was a little bit hard to follow in spaces um one example uh in particular where i kind of struggled to figure out exactly what was going on and this could just be me is when the individual who's like in the who's behind the curtain um he con yeah he sticks his his hand out uh, for the guy to kiss the ring, mm. and then I I I don't know if the idea is that the guy didn't want to do it, so he died or what, or that who was that guy that killed him? Like he he wasn't present before, so there were like he kind of, that that character literally comes out of nowhere. So I wasn't sure if that was the same guy that was behind the curtain or who that was. So I was very lost in that. I wasn't sure of that either. And then like you see that same character at the end of the issue. And I was like, right. Mm, okay. So this is probably his guy. It's probably not right. the con. It's probably his like, you know, that's his, his fist or whatever. Right. Like that's right. the dude he sends out to murk people. And, and it's easy to, uh, it's easy to get that from, you know, the overall syntax for lack of a better term, but I shouldn't have to think about that. Like that character should have at least been present throughout so that it was clear who that was. Even if he didn't say anything or do anything, he should have been on the page prior to that exact moment. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like, I I also agree with what you said there, Sean, where, like, I feel like the, the world and the way that it's built out, like, it feels like there's definitely, like, places this could go that would be interesting. I think there's promise to it. Um but I think because there were there were just like these little things that like made me struggle to um to connect with it, I, I found I found myself distracted from the things about it that I think that were cool. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like I because I, I think it was it was Kaylor Marker who said that they really liked the action sequences, and like I agree with that too. Like um the first couple of pages where she's like breaking into the place or whatever, I was like, oh, this is this is neat you know it's it's it had a good pace to it and everything um and and i do like her character like i like that she's kind of like 
Like, I like that she's a scholar. Like, it's cool that she's, like, this, like, plucky, intelligent adventurer. Um, you know, I I don't know. Like, the premise is interesting to me. But for whatever reason, like, I, I definitely struggled to, I think, emotionally connect uh, with the issue. Even though there were mechanical things about it that I thought were cool or, or, or piqued my interest, you know? Yeah. Um I I, I want to like this book so much, but the art just didn't do it for me. Oh, yeah? It just, yeah, it just didn't do it for me. Um, there were times where the colors were, in my opinion, distracting f- due to uh, how they were taking away from what I was looking at versus adding to it. And it was, it, it was like inconsistent that I felt that way. Um, there were times like, for example, a little earlier on uh, before she gets caught by Ling, uh, the colors just, they're like real, like when, when she's like, when she's in the halls and those blacks and stuff, it just doesn't look right to me. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's not clean and I want it to be cleaner, but do you guys know what I'm talking about? I, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then when she lights up the place, and, like she looks flat. Like look at her head. Like yeah, her, her head just looks flat, and that's weird. I remember some of the stuff in the fire. I thought felt obscured um, mm-hmm. a little bit because the colors were yeah samey. Um, yeah, yeah. It just looks like there could have been more done to make some of that cleaner and crisper. Um, and it's not consistently bad. I think there were spots where I really enjoyed the art, but uh, overall, I it just didn't didn't work for me. But I think it was good, a good issue though, a good story. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's a fine first issue. It didn't, it yeah. definitely didn't knock my socks off. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have much bad to say about it either, right? Like the things that I, the critiques I have for it are definitely more like, I think barriers that kept me from really liking it more than I was able to more so than things where I'm like, Ooh, you know, this, this is, this is something that was a really a detractor for me, you know? Yeah. Fair enough. Well, uh, let's talk about ultra mega number four. This Hell is yeah. where the story ends. <laughs> the shit is uh, gross <laughs> for now. Uh, this is of course by James Heron. Uh, who did almost all of the stuff to be done, uh, but he was assisted for sure by Dave Stewart on colors and Russ Wooten on letters. Uh, Mike Spicer actually provided a variant cover. Just wanted to shout that out. Oh, really? Cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. I am notoriously not a fan of this book and nothing here speaks to me in any way, shape or form. So I'm not going to critique it because that's not fair to the book. Um, so I'll let you guys do the heavy lifting on this title. This one didn't do anything for you either. Absolutely not. I look at I looked at every page. I read every word. And I'm just like, I don't even I don't even <laughs> hardly know what's happening. <laughs> I looked at every page. I read every word, and that's what happened. <laughs> you know, it's 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 so funny, Sean, because I I really do like this book, but I also feel that way <laughs> like very often. Like I had that happen to me like twice, where I'm like. I don't I'm not totally sure what's happening right now and like I don't know if it's because I need to go back and read it again or if because it's not clear or what but like it's easy to get lost in this fucking book 
but it's also like this is the most I've ever read a book where I'm just like I really almost don't even care what the dialogue is like I'm reading it but it's like I just the art is so fucking cool and distinct and like the action is really good and I just I'm here for it you know and like the to me it's like this whole issue basically boils down to okay so we knew that this eyeball guy was like a prophet or whatever right for his dead god now that's a big deal and eyeball boy and our little and the main character fused and turned into a super mega and killed a bunch of kaiju which was cool and then we find out that he wasn't supposed to have done that and i'm like all right cool that's all I really needed. I'm ready for five. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess my my thing ultimately was I I kind of wish we could have seen the new Ultra Mega be cool uh, without getting the shit kicked out of him for like a little bit longer. I don't think that happens. I don't think that happens in this world. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's definitely how it seems. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every fight is really truly brutal. I, I like the way that the um that the the kaiju are like depicted as these sort of like lazy, uh, kind of like good for nothings compared to the mother, like, like where the mother's expectations are and where they yeah. they should be, and they're just like ah eh, living their they're living their best life. Like one at some point, uh, what page is this? This is page 23. He's this like chubby rhino looking one is sipping some drink while like they're getting, getting their nails done. Like, it's just like silly, goofy shit like that, that, um, <laughs> and he, the, then, the one who, is that the one who's like, Kaiju don't make anything. Uh, Oh, build no. things. Yeah. We don't build anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, like it, it's just funny. And then afterwards they get the shit kick out of them. Like it feels satisfying. Um, and everything about the the colors on this book like how dynamic all the the lines are like if if you look at the the outline for any quick moment for the ultra mega you'll see it's like a straight line and then the inks just become squigglies to like to show that quickness it's just the speed lines yeah yeah oh it's just good I love how much um, <clears throat> how much uh, there's the use of like the like pointillism of just like using all the dots. You know, it's like that very classic technique, mm-hmm. um, and it's like usually just used to like show like shadow or to like add depth to a scene. Um, but it, a lot of times, it's also just like it, it's used to like add texture to backgrounds. Like I don't know, there just so much about the visual like flair of this book, like really just hits me right where I live, you know? Um, it's a little grosser than the kind of shit that I usually vibe with, but like, but, but I don't know. It's like, that's also like kind of its appeal. Like it's that it's like, it's, it's visceral. Yeah. And like, it's gorgeous, but it's not pretty. It's not beautiful. (laughs) It's fucking ugly and nasty. And like, and fucking repugnant and like for some fucking reason i can't get enough of it you know it's like it's like when you smell something bad but then you you're like ugh, 
Gross. Mm, that's so bad. Yeah, like, oh, I gotta get another suck fucking whiff of that shit in my lungs. Like, that's exactly what this book is like for me. You know, it's like sitting outside a gas station and just... Ugh, ugh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> the, um... I'm curious to, to see, like... I, so I was really hoping for like the like bigger monster fights, and I like that the uh, that we finally get these those moments where they grow and it's just kick ass shit. Fucking stabs um, him in the eye. That was disgusting. Yeah, and, start, and he like it starts swelling immediately. Ugh. Uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to see where where this book goes. I think similar to Pete, like you you can follow the story pretty quickly. You don't. I feel like you don't even need to read all the the specific details because it's the action sequences that you're there for for the art and then whatever baseline necessary information you need to get you that next moment works uh so i'm very much looking forward to seeing why he shouldn't have bonded with iboy i will say uh some of the fighting like when he did become uh ultra mega um some of that was cool uh i like the fact that the kaiju were so cocky, like the one real mm. fat one. Um, I liked that one. Uh, and I liked how he was getting smoked by that one. That was cool. But that was the only part I liked. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. That's good. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I, I fucking love this book. I'm yeah, excited. Book rules. I'm excited for the story that's coming in uh, Image X. Oh, that's right. That's our yeah. next taste of it for quite mm-hmm. some time, and then we'll be we'll be going away until uh, the next volume. But this book has been a fucking ride, um, and I really dig it. Highly yeah, recommend it. The back the back matter says the next uh, arc will come come in twenty twenty two. Okay. Then this collection will hit stores in October. Definitely check it out. I think it's I think it's very much a book to a specific taste but if any of the shit that we've said about it in the you know the four reviews we've done has struck a chord with you um pick it up it is definitely one of the most unique looking books on the shelves i like that in the in the the letters page they're trying to like figure out a name for the actual letters page and there's a couple really good names here like you have your you know your monster mail the punching post whatever the kaiju correspondence my favorite was uh, Ultra Mega Shinsho, uh, which is a Japanese word for correspondence. Um, mm. But just like because I feel like it's very much inspired by all that, it just is very apt. Uh, yeah. This shit's rad. I think my favorite is What's With All the Eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see. Uh, I- I'm very interested to see what happens when he talks to his dead dad's head. You know, so issue number five. Let's go. <laughs> is is the thing that like the head got punched so far out that it took years to come back? That was my understanding. Must be. Yeah, yeah so must cool. be. <laughs> so fucking That's insane. It's so insane. It's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about time before time number two. Uh, this is, of course, by Deck, Declan Shalvey, uh, who wrote it alongside Rory McConville uh, with Joe Palmer on art, Chris O'Halloran on colors, and Hassan Atzman el on letters. Um, we were really high on the first issue. 
we spoke with uh, Declan. We had him on the show. That was a really good interview that you guys should check out. And uh, yeah, now we're here to talk about issue two. I don't think I enjoyed this one quite as much as I did the first, but this issue definitely has some high spots. And I don't think I enjoyed it less due to it being less quality. I just think that, you know, you try to put your best foot forward uh, with issue ones and then things kind of uh, change pace a little bit. Then you have to explain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I think this issue slows things down a lot, which I think led to me feeling similarly to you, Sean. Um, I don't think it's that the issue is lesser than issue one. I think it's just that issue one was so exciting and like very like high energy and there's a lot of movement very quickly. And then this issue is like, you know, it's it, ta- it takes place in like real time. So it feels a lot fucking slower, you know, um, which is fine because now we're getting to know our characters a little bit more. We're getting to know what, like what the actual conflict is not here's an elevator pitch for the universe seems pretty cool right cool yeah now we're getting to what we're actually doing here i i appreciated this issue for that because that first issue was very much oh you're on like the first issue was very much getting me on the hook explaining what the universe was like you said pete um and then this is just uh, hey this is the con this is sort of like the issue now this is the problem to be solved but i because of that first issue and how high high energy it was how much it did to just get me acclimated that i i I don't i don't care if this like this could have been a slower issue and i would have felt pretty much the same just because that's that's how excited i was for that first issue yeah um uh, yeah i i i like this i like where the story's heading kind of like the idea is getting thrown here um, with like the the rivaling gangs, how they're trying to get back to their own time and everything, it's it's interesting. It's it, it's it's definitely something that's gonna get need to be explained further. Um, but I'm hooked. Yeah, I, I'm not off the 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 train by any means. Uh, there were actually some pretty fun moments uh and i liked how we learned more about the characters here yeah Uh, so the the boss guy uh he got interesting because you know he's like a product of nepotism in terms of how he even got his position and the way that uh the dying dying guy whose name i can't recall yeah oh my god Dude, that was crazy. I was I was laughing my ass off. Like I was like like cackling. Like, I thought it was so fucking funny that like he's he specifically he's like I don't have a lot of time left, but I couldn't go without letting you know you were the most <laughs> despicable piece of shit I have ever met. <laughs> like the idea that somebody who knows that like they took a drug and they're dead within a few hours is like I needed to take the time to leave you a video message of how much I fucking hate your stupid useless guts. <laughs> it's so fucking funny to me. And what's My- even better is that everybody who was involved in the creation and everyone reading can direct that same message at someone that has they have worked for in their life. Oh yeah. I just like 
I really, totally perfect. I really need you to understand that you're a parasite, a cockroach that, of a man. That part, I really need you to understand. Like that, that's the part that sent me. I need to, I need you to understand you're a cockroach of a man is an amazing sentiment. Yeah. My dude's life is now being measured in seconds and that's, that's how he's dealing with it. Time well spent, frankly. <laughs> a level of petty I can get behind. <laughs> Yeah, that was so, so yeah. good. Uh, I was having a small bit of trouble following some of the time travel stuff. Where'd you get lost? Uh, so they, they're so uh, they uh, shoot. What's the main character's name? Sorry, Tetsuo. Uh, Tetsuo. Tetsuo. Yep, Thank Tetsuo. you. I've been really struggling Tetsuo. with names today. Uh, Tetsuo and the FBI agent are in what year 2093 i think yeah that's where they land is 2093 yes okay because i thought it was 4093 because 4063 is what i thought because when you look on that page the way the numbers are yeah it's, it's not clear and I can see how you guys got where you got, but I got something totally different. So I was like, wait, what the hell? So when she asks him what year it is, and she's saying a year that's 40, 40, uh, 20,000 years before what I thought they were at, I was like, wait, what the hell's happening? Like, they still I, have trees in 4092? Like, I, I think the, uh, I think that the, the I think that the reason that that number is like put like that at the top is because we don't know. And it's it's like it's a two and a four. It's a zero and a seven. It's a six and a three and a whatever. Um, so I think that was just supposed to fake us out. But I yeah, I, I when I first saw them land, I also thought what you thought. I was like, oh, whoa, they're like 2000 years in the future. That's crazy. But they do it again. Even after they establish what year it is, the next time they go, the scene shifts to that timeline. It's the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. No, 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 no. It's not. No, it's not. And the, the city. I'm I'm looking at it right now. When those two other guys are like looking for them or whatever, or they they happen upon them. It's right. It's the same thing. But when when they talk to them, that's when they find out what year it is. Because you'll see, it's they happen upon them a couple pages later. Is when they say it's twenty ninety three, and then the next jump is to twenty one forty one, and that's when we see the the douchebag uh, guy talking to the cop and threatening his kid with the medicine and everything. And then the next jump is back to twenty ninety three, and it says it says the right uh, time at the top because th- at that point we know. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's only that, distorted in the moment that we don't know. That threw me off tremendously. I could see that. Yeah, totally. Um, um go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, uh other than that though, I mean I was into it. Uh I'm intrigued to see how stuff's gonna play out with the, the union. Uh I like the, the mm-hmm. character Karina. Uh she's just like tall and uh, <laughs> and beautiful um and the boss so yeah i'm i'm here for that yeah i uh i think something that that stuck out to me on this one that i thought was cool was how again there's the use of 
of the like uh, Declan, I think, said it was like time is geography and like the idea that there are like different factions that, oh, yeah, this faction is in charge from like around this point to this point and they also have time travel. And, you know, like it's it's interesting. It's 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 definitely a different kind of time travel story. And um, the framing of it makes it feel fresh to me because I think time travel is something that um, I it's very hit or miss for me. Like I'm not inherently opposed to a time travel story, but a messy time travel story um, is a really easy way to turn me off. And this this is doing it in a way that feels um, I don't know, like it's it's got a it's got a vision that I think I can vibe with because it feels it feels for me easier to follow because you have this idea of like. I don't know, like, like it, it almost like it's like different countries or something like that, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's it's definitely a compelling concept. Uh, I'm I'm really interested in like what is going to be what is going to be the 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 thing. What's the what's the real conflict at play? You know, we haven't yeah. quite gotten into that yet. And so I'm interested to see what that's going to be. Uh, yeah, because, like, we don't know what the FBI, FBI agents' motives are, right? And, like, we know that um, Tetsuo just wanted to get out of the year that he lived in because it's a fucking yeah. shithole. And he owes a bunch of money to these scumbags and he wants a new life, right? So, I mean, it'd be pretty easy for him to get wrapped up in whatever her agenda is if it's worthwhile. So we got to imagine that's coming up. Yeah, I wanted. Good stuff. Uh, I always wanted to do like a quick shout out to Joe Palmer. Uh, I I really like his art. Um, there's just something about it, like uh, specifically the the heads. They're depending on the character. They're all kind of like elongated, mm-hmm. and it's just a stylistic thing that I appreciate. Uh, <laughs> and overall, it's the Crystal Halloran on colors. It just does a really good job. There's yeah. a few other books that I, I've read of his that he he does colors on. And he's always pretty solid i i really love the way that people look when they're like surprised or yelling in this book like yeah. when the one guy's about to shoot him, and he's like wait wait like i don't know there's something about it they just look so animated maybe it's because they have the long heads but yeah i don't know the lettering is actually real good too uh yeah specifically for the the sound effects mm-hmm. um when the fbi agent is shooting back the blam that comes up looks sick and like I like the way that they use like um like devices in the bubbles that you don't see a lot. Like there's like something that's like there's a line that's underlined in, at yes. one point to like make for emphasis. And it's like you never see that, you know. I think he says fine at some point and like right under the bubble, yeah, like right under the bubble, it's like a little droopy. It looks like he's like uh Tetsuo's upset at the fact that he's now like trapped and so it says like fine and the bubbles are like fine. sad bubbles yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And you, you feel that yeah man hassan does great work really good stuff i like yeah. when the fbi agent kicks him in the stomach too and he's like fuck and he's like he's like coughing like through the the dialogue and stuff like that and like the way that it's um it's kind of like uh grouped there's like a moment too where like I think he says like what the fuck or something like that and it's like what the and then fuck is bigger in the line and like just like little interesting creative choices like that that you don't really see. Yeah. It's a really fun book. 
It's good. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. On the hook for it. Uh, if it's anything like Radiant Black, it'll be a few issues before we really get to, uh, you know, the goods. Not that this isn't good, but like the goods. The meat. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board for this for sure. High quality stuff. Um, that's going to do it for our reviews for this week for Image Comics. Every single Wednesday, you can expect this to drop. Uh, thank you to Image for providing us with the advanced review copies. We really appreciate that. And thank you guys for listening and tuning in. If there are books you want us to review that we're not, write in and let us know. They do not have to be Image books. They can be anything. Uh, and we will tackle them for you guys 100%. Make sure that you're leaving us a follow, a rating, and a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If that happens to be YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like the video, share it with your friends. All those things are free to do, and they help us out a lot more than they cost you. If you leave comments, which you guys are tremendous about, we reply to those on the main show. We try to keep these a little bit shorter, although we're, you know, almost an hour in. Imagine if we had to read all your comments, right? So check out our main show. We respond to every single comment over there, uh, and we encourage the interaction. We thank you for the interaction. We really appreciate it. Thank you for the support. Until next time, take care, guys. See you next week. <laughs>